for community-based programming. You're listening to 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, April 20th. Three people were injured in a crash on Monday. Four cars were involved in the pileup on Highway 5 after one vehicle struck the back of another and caused a chain reaction. Dakota Coons and Michael Kreutzer both had moderate injuries. They were taken by ambulance to Lake Regional Hospital. Stacy Moore sustained minor injuries and was taken to Lake Regional by a private vehicle. Hummingbirds are heading home after winter migration, and residents are spotting them at Lake of the Ozarks. Folks have begun reporting the first sightings of ruby-throated hummingbirds this week. MDC is offering an interactive map on their website that tracks the hummingbirds as they journey north. Now's the time to set out hummingbird feeders. Conservationists say that'll encourage them to stick around. More tips for setting them up for your hummingbird feeders at mdc.mo. Gov. The Inwater Boat Show comes to Dog Days starting tomorrow. Lake of the Ozarks dealers will bring their best with lots of boats in the water and chances for buyers to take them for a test drive. The show runs from Friday through Sunday at Dog Days. Admission is $7 for adults 12 and under. Get in free. Show hours and more info at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. LakeExpo.com. Key Radio wants to help our community by offering a platform for all groups and organizations to share their message. If you have a pre-recorded public service announcement talking about who you are and what you do, email it to kbsfree65 at gmail.com. Rotary clubs, veterans groups, animal shelters, fundraising organizations, and more are all welcome to send us their pre-recorded message. Key Radio reserves the right to deny or accept any PSAs received. with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A week from tonight, it's round one of the NFL Draft. The Chiefs will host that this year. The defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs with 10 picks in the draft. They will likely trade some of those away. Their first pick is scheduled for number 31 overall in the first round. As for baseball, the Cardinals a winner over Arizona yesterday. They'll take today off, then they've got a weekend series on the road against Seattle. Royals lost to Texas again yesterday. Royals off today, and they will open a road series against the Angels tomorrow. High school baseball, a lot of action today. 16-2 and Camdenton, ranked number three in the state, will take on Central today. Camdenton beat Glendale 9 uh, nothing on Tuesday. Glendale good this year, too. They're 15-2. and 3-8 and eight, Osage at Max Creek today. They lost to Southern Boone Tuesday. And 5-8 and eight, Versailles at home against Eugene. Versailles 1-1 one one this week. They beat Windsor Monday. Lost to Hallsville on Tuesday. College baseball, Mizzou slipping by the MSU Tigers on Tuesday. Mizzou is now 23-13 and 13 on the season. The Bears 19-16 and 16 on the season. 
Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. They're all greatness. And if you're going on vacation this summer, remember, you can take Lake TV with you. You can find out what's going on at home while you're away. Watch Lake TV at MyLakeTV.com anywhere in the world. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. We're introducing something new on Key Radio called Ozark's Voices. Express yourself anytime on the air without commitments or radio skills. Just email billm at orioncenter.org and I'll contact you about recording anything from five minutes to a half hour. We can record by phone or in my office or you can record it and send it to me. It can be a monologue or a conversation, whatever works best for you. Then I'll produce it as part of an Ozarks Voices show on Key Radio. Any topic is fine. Hobbies, comments about lake happenings, conspiracy theories, or say hi to Grandma. I'll make sure you sound great. Send a message to billm at orioncenter.org. That's B-I-L-L-M at O-R-I-O-N-C-E-N-T-E-R dot org. And be a part of Ozarks Voices. Support your veterans and have a good time, too. Camdenton VFW post number 5923 has bingo every Friday night and first Saturday of the month. Doors open at 4 p.m. and bingo starts at 6.30. VFW is located just off Business South 5 at 65 VFW Drive. Look for the VFW sign and the big military tank one mile south of the square in Camdenton. Key Radio keeps you in the know. There's lots going on in the arts at Lake of the Ozarks. Visit artsatthelake.com and check out the event calendar. Woodworking, fiber arts, painting, photography, and more. Also special events like the annual Student Art Quest. It's all presented to you by the Lake Arts Council. This message brought to you by Key Radio, KEYK 89.3 FM. This is your chance to get involved in Community Radio Lake of the Ozarks with 89.3, The Key. 807, and thank you for joining us on this beautiful, beautiful day, another beautiful day at the lake. 
where uh, we could see maybe a little severe weather. We do have a marginal risk for severe weather today. Some scattered thunderstorms during the morning becoming widespread this afternoon. Heavy downpours possible. But a 90% chance we'll uh, get some precipitation and some higher wind gusts are possible as well. West-southwest winds at about uh, 18 to 25 miles an hour, 73 the high. Clouds in 45 for tonight, and then we uh, get ready for a great uh, weekend. Actually, things kick off at the Dogwood Festival, I believe, today. Partly cloudy in 68 tomorrow, partly cloudy in 54 on Saturday. So it's going to be a little chilly around parade time, but uh, come out anyway and join us in beautiful downtown Camdenton for the Dogwood Festival Parade. I get to MC again this year, and I'm pretty uh, excited about that. Partly cloudy in 60 for Sunday. Mostly cloudy, 66 on Monday. And then it looks like uh, we're going to get some rain next week. Well, I think that is uh, a good thing because it'll water all the plants. And I don't see any temperatures other than maybe uh, Saturday where the low temperature could affect those plants. Uh, Next week looks like we'll be holding steady in the uh, low to mid 40s for lows. And then highs anywhere in the upper 50s to low to mid-60s. So keep that in mind as you're planting. I was planting yesterday. Well, I wasn't planting, but I was uh, prepping garden beds. And these uh, garden beds have lots of manure in them. (laughs) So much so that, Mindy, I thought you would be proud of me. Uh, you can see my my fingers. Oh, that makes me so happy. There's there's a, a few remnants left, but overall, I got in there and scrubbed the daylights out of my fingers last night and this morning. And these uh, bags of uh, all-purpose soil that you buy come with a variety of things in them. Uh, it's like uh, it's like getting a prize in the Cracker Jack box. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have lots of. We're good. Manure. I, th- I think okay. we're good. I think we're good. Okay. Well, just know I- I'm your gal, if anything. Well, the main thing last night, I got home, and I got home ahead of Delta because she's working at a fever pitch to get this uh, this house done, and she's got a few other jobs that she's got to work on. But I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to gross the poor woman out to the point she wouldn't even come near me. I do that. I, I can do that without manure, too. It's <laughs> well, called my mouth. Not what? So, good morning, Delta, and all the folks working with her today. I don't know who's working with her. If she had the girls working with her again, uh, she had some different folks working with her yesterday, her friend Crystal, and I think Crystal's boyfriend or something like that. And, uh, so, we, she's, she's busy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's working at a fever pitch. It's that time of year. Everybody wants uh, the painting done, they're remodeling, they're renovating, uh, they need things moved across their garage. And and good morning to Camille and her man Steve. I've been working out there, uh, I worked out there Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and I had to take today off because I've got some running and some things I've got to take care of uh, radio-wise, but I'm going to go back out there tomorrow. And so it's going to be 68 degrees, a perfect day to power wash. Oh. Power wash in her house. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And it's, a, it's you know what? It, it's it's nice getting back to doing the manual labor. I don't miss it. I, I Well, I did miss it, and I, I, I do enjoy it. Really? Let's me know that uh, I have certain muscles in my body that I haven't used in a while. And they still work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting down on the ground, and you pour all the, oh. the soil out, and then you have to break the clumps up, and then... Uh, Camille was planting seeds yesterday and I mean, she's got like thousands upon thousands of seeds 
And so we put them, she put them down, and then I covered them with this, uh, with this uh, bag that was mostly manure. This organic, all-purpose soil. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I well, smelled wonderful. Well, I mean, organic. You can't go wrong with organic. No, 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 not at all. And it is super important to... Um, you know, I mean, organic's good because you just, you, otherwise you don't know what's in your stuff. Well. <laughs> and you're well aware. I found bottle caps, pieces of plastic, little sticks, uh, and of course, uh, dirt and manure. So. Wow. And I think it's kind of, it, it, it's, it's the grab bag of all-purpose soil. You're not quite sure what's going to be in it, but it's the. It's just a, like I said, it's, it's like the cracker, cracker jack, jack box. box. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning, uh, Brian. Thank you all of you for uh, for tuning in this morning. We hope to have our uh, featured guest this morning, Mary Isaac, on. And um, uh, I don't know if this is her calling. She might be calling in this morning, uh, but uh, I don't have. Uh, is her uh, five seven three five six nine. Does that sound right? Uh, yes. Does I it? think that is it. Well, Mary, I tell you what, Mary, if you're listening to me right now, go ahead and go ahead and give uh, Mindy a call or message Mindy, and let Mindy know what's going on, and we'll get you squared away. I uh, well, I, I could probably take this on. Well, there. it's not. It's not Mi- her, but Mi- okay. hi, you're on uh, on uh, Key Radio. What's up? Hello. Hello. I can hear you. Oh. No, maybe she's going to call you back. Okay, well, yeah, I mean... Message Mary and, and let Mary know what's going on. Our Mindy, rather. Mindy, uh, our Mary message Mindy. There we Does go. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Absolutely. We can talk about a few things while we wait for uh, Mary to show up, and we can talk Dogwood Festival, if you'd like to do that. We can talk about uh, the Big Bass Bash, which uh, recently happened. Somebody got 100000 bucks oh for catching the fish. And did you read that story about him? Uh, I did not. Oh, my gosh. So here's the story on that kid. He literally, his boat doesn't go over like 15 miles an hour. His depth finder was not working. Mm-hmm. Like he is no professional. He was, it was a kind of a hot mess. He got caught out in the hail oh. and everything. And he literally, he didn't, I mean, and so it's a great story. Um, and literally he, the bass that won his bass that got the hundred thousand, um, that's probably her. It was, um, his first, um, line he threw out. All right, you talk for a second. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this. Okay. Quick. Okay. So yeah. So the big, um, the big bass. Oh, <laughs> hold on here. Yeah. So um, it was pretty amazing uh, that the kid he came from Chesterfield and he literally didn't have much. Doesn't have a super nice boat. Nothing. Just threw it in and won a hundred thousand dollars. So I think that is uh, pretty awesome. And also, uh, the Dogwood Festival is this weekend, and so if you don't know or forgot or looking for some information on that, of course, the parade is on Saturday, and there's so many awesome uh, floats and things going on with that, plus there's the Dogwood Royalty there, there uh, is the big um, carnival that happens at the school, and then also there is, and I didn't know about this part for a long time, there is a... Uh, a huge craft fair that goes on in the middle school and I at Camdenton and I was not aware of, I don't know how I missed that because I love a good craft fair uh, but I don't know how I missed that so there are tons of vendors inside there with so many neat things uh, and they're locals and so it's always a great way 
to support locals and especially with um, things coming up like um, Mother's Day, Father's Day, things like that uh, that are coming up. It's always a good idea to get in there. And I think a lot of times we for people that um, our parents or for Mother's and Father's Day, it's hard to find something that they don't already have. So, uh, yeah, you go in and hit that up. So we're looking forward to to that coming up this weekend. It's going to, like KB had mentioned, it's going to be chilly. Bring your blanket, put on a coat on your kids, and be prepared for a cool morning. But, uh, you know, no rain. So that's the best part. Also, uh, another thing that is um, coming up, I totally lost my train of thought, which is pretty normal for me. Um, we had the Dogwood Festival. Oh, and the Big Bass, we talked about that. And so today, the person that's coming in to talk, her name is Mary Isaac, and she's someone I want to focus on, uh, I want to share about you. She's absolutely amazing. And so she owns Angels with Tails Animal Sanctuary. So she and her husband started this and had just done, it's a no-kill holistic animal sanctuary, uh, and it is absolutely an amazing facility, and she works it hard herself. And now, no. (laughs) And uh, so she's going to be coming in and talking about a fundraiser that they're doing that's going to be absolutely uh, amazing, and it's in honor of her husband, Don, who passed away this last year, was the love of her life, her soulmate. So it's been... Um, She's on her way. Okay. It's uh, been a kind of a hard haul, haul for her, So, but now she's going to be able to uh, do a fundraiser in his name for the sanctuary. So we're going to talk about that and kind of how the sanctuary got started. And You've got a great story about Don. Oh, I love that. So um, years ago, they used to have... Uh, swag stock below the dam, right? Oh, yeah. And they had all kinds of different performers come in. And uh, Don used to do undercover work. Oh. And so he was working undercover, and I was there doing a live remote. And I didn't know he was there, but he came up to me and said, hello, <laughs> undercover. Oh, no way. So did you not, like, did, could you not recognize him? I, I didn't didn't know who he was. Wow, so he was, impressive. Yeah. So he was very good at that. Yeah, wow. And, and you're absolutely right. He was a, a great man. And, uh, of course, Mary, I met her uh, years ago when she was the manager at the Dogwood Animal Shelter before they moved to where they are now. Oh. And so it was down on 5 and 7 on South Business 5. Really? And right there over by the uh, Camdenton Memorial Lake Regional Airport. Oh. And I she was the that. manager there. And she did oh. a lot of really cool things. And she was very dedicated to... Uh, Helping the animals and, you know, give them the best treatment possible. And then she decided to move on and do other things with Angels with Tails. Right. And she had been working on that out of her home for a lot of years and finally got it up and running. And uh, has been doing some amazing work rescuing animals around the lake area, trying to find them homes and just give them a home because we know how the situation is. And, and you know, a lot of people joke about what Bob Barker used to say. Oh, my Lord. Have your pet spayed or neutered. KB, it's so true. Let me tell you a story. Uh, yeah, just go, just go out to the sales, the sales farm, the sales zoo. And, well, and and I would imagine a good portion of those animals are oh are, rescued, rescued, absolutely. Yeah. So here's a quick story uh-huh. about uh, why Bob Barker said that. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, I went, I got a call to go look at some horses. Didn't I tell you this? Did I tell you this? I went, I got a call to go look at some horses. I went out and looked at these horses. They're totally fine. Uh-huh. The woman there uh, was a, a, a very nice lady. Uh, 
retired veteran from the Navy. She lives out in the middle of nowhere and people started dropping cats off. And, you know, they drop them, they ditch them in the middle of this. Well, she, they come to her house and then she fed them and God love her. She's spending, was spending $500 a month on food for these cats. We, anyway, long story short, a girlfriend and I kind of got together with four different rescues, cat rescues. We went, we have taken 70 cats. We thought there were 40. Mm. There were 70. And um, through no fault of this lady, I mean, she's, she is overwhelmed. Um, She, so we, some of them are feral. So we spayed or neutered them and they went back there Mm -hmm. uh, because she's taking care of them. But there were so, I mean, I don't know. Right now my house in my garage, I have got a mama with five kitties and a mama with four kitties Mm. and both are pretty feral, the mamas. And so, um, so they don't get real close to you. No, they stay. And then they have a little kennel. So when I come really close to the cage, they jump into the kennel. Then I shut the little, little carrier door mm-hmm. and then I clean everything. And then I play with the babies. So the babies are socialized. But, um, I mean, I, I only have nine. Well, let's see. No, I have 11 cats at my house that are part of this 11, 11 out of the 70. But I mean, there were there was one rescue that took forty one day to Sedalia to do um, spaying and neutering. Wow! I mean, it's just and it happened so quickly and so yeah. Please, for the love of all things holy, mm-hmm. spay and neuter your animals because if you don't, then you know you get just get these huge colonies, and that's exactly what it is. And a lot of them, you know. Um, she's going to continue to feed and we took back out, like I said, we took them back out there cause they're spayed and neutered, but they are not domesticated and they're not going to be somebody's pet. But thank God we've been able to round up enough money to pay for it. We, we still need some more money actually. So, but we're trying hard to get all these animals taken care of. So yeah. And, and situations like this, I mean, you know how quickly it fills up, um, uh, uh, an, uh, uh, rescue mm. when you've got 70 cats. Well, and, and so many of these rescues now are trying to turn themselves into no-kill shelters. Right. And it's difficult because once they're full, they're full. And when I was doing the feature over at Ozark Cat and Canine, um, I recall going over there and we'd feature a dog and a cat. And some of the stories that these ladies would tell uh, are kind of horrific that, you know, people just bring in like a cat carrier and they, they count heads and they say, well, you know, there's four cats in there in one carrier. And then they open the carrier up and the four cats come out and here comes a fifth and a sixth and a seventh and an eighth. And I mean, they've got them all crammed into one carrier because that's all these people had. They didn't know what to do with them. Some of them are feral. Some of them are, are, are animals that are caught on people's property and they want to do the right thing. They can't afford to take care of it. Now, some That's of, true. Yeah, some of these uh, shelters offer food, and uh, some of them offer low-cost. I don't know if they still do no-cost, but I know some no, of them offer low-cost low cost spay, spay and neutering. neutering. And uh, a lot of these, uh, like Ozark, Cat uh, and Canine, they have a thrift store. Dogwood Animal Shelter has a thrift store. Right. And probably about 80% of the money needed to run the shelter comes from the thrift store. Right. Now, as far as Ozark Cat and Canine, I think that's the right uh, percentage anyway. And then they can file for grants, and then they can apply for uh, food from some of these uh, 
companies that manufacture pet food, and these companies take what they can and they send it around the country to different shelters to to help them out to to kind of uh, help with the financial issues. But well, Angie from Cat and Cane, I was at Cat and Canine, uh-huh. uh, is one of the ones that's helping us. Right. I mean, she's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you just all of a sudden, and now there's another situation, um, and I can't mention much about it, but there's 40 cats in another situation that we just learned about. And I'm not getting into cat rescue, by the way. Not happening. <laughs> You've got enough things. I, I do. Wait. And I, it is, yeah, no. I mean, I don't mind rescue. I don't know. I feel I could rescue a horse all day long, but I, the cat thing, oh my gosh. Um, but these, these, these people that are doing this, these ladies, they're all ladies that have helped us have been so knowledgeable and such saints and well with this the only downside to this is when people realize there's a shelter or people find out that there's someone who's willing to take cats will show up um before they open or after they close and just dump them dump them that does happen. we had a dog uh that i remember uh was tied to a rail at the dogwood animal shelter and uh i'll just say it tina Brought the dog, or was the first one there, so the dog made the connection with her. And then uh, that night she came home, and they called her from the shelter, and you could hear the dog in the background just going crazy. Oh. That was our dog, our, our beagle cinnamon that we had, and she has since crossed the Rainbow Bridge. But she went and got her, brought her home, and guess what? Yeah. We At one point we had three dogs, two cats, two birds, and a partridge in a pear tree. tree. <laughs> So I love that. It, it was kind of interesting to say the least. And I mean, we can sit here and, and, and carry on about uh, the, the issues regarding pets. But folks, it's, it's, I mean, if you're going to take a pet because, you know, the kids want a dog or the kids want a cat, then all we're asking is that you just be responsible, man. Because you see these animals sometimes laying by the side of the road. They've been hit by a car, uh, run over, whatever. You know, they're out there in the woods trying to find food. And they themselves are eaten sometimes by other predatory animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly right. I think everybody, most everybody, has got a soft spot in their heart for cats and dogs and uh, and other animals. And so, I mean, if you want an animal, it's simple. Just be re- be a responsible pet owner, and and everything will be cool. Amen to that. Absolutely, and it happens with any species of anything. I mean, there's birds. There's, I mean, there's birds that rescued. I was I was on um, Pet Finder the other day because mm-hmm. I. I know. I want a bunny. <laughs> I want a bunny. Hopefully Todd's not listening right now, but I'm sure he is because he's a faithful listener. Do, do you realize how quickly rabbits multiply? I just want one bunny. Oh, well, okay. Okay, just Make one Make sure it's bunny. not pregnant when you get right? it. Right. <laughs> and I just want a little one. But I was on Pet Finder, and I mean, I shelters are full. They have bunnies. They have birds. I mean, it's a, it's a crazy what they have hamsters and guinea pigs, and it's like, oh, Lord. I mean, we could seriously sit here and do... A show, and we've done a couple of them on, you know, taking care of your animals and talking to some of these folks from the shelters. And they hate turning people away, but there's only so much room at the end, as they say. Amen. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they want to take them. I'm sure they want to find a place for them. But then, you know, and then there are certain animals that come in with all kinds of issues and problems. They're, uh, They're not healthy. Or they've been outside in a situation where they've uh, they've got fleas or ticks or other things, and they have to go through a period when the uh, shelter takes them in uh, to kind of you know make sure that all of their issues are handled and that they can be adopted. And- oh yeah, it's not just finding them homes; it's uh, it's actually like yeah. taking care of them. 
it's uh you know getting them cleaned up and getting them to not have uh you know like all a lot of the cats had ear mites mm-hmm. so we have to treat that you know and then you know some of them had different a lot quite a few of them had UTIs so then you got to treat that i mean it's not just here cats i'm going to put traditionally them in- are are are, are uh, susceptible to urinary tract infections yep. we had one <laughs> And on a side note, I will say once that cat started drinking Culligan water, that, that helped the cat out. No way. <laughs> yes. I love that. That's we, amazing. We didn't, give, uh, we didn't give her tap water. We gave her Culligan water, and uh, it seemed to help her. It seemed to help her cope a little bit because there's nothing worse than being, being woken up at, what, uh, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning when you have to get up anyway. And uh, your cat's going, because oh, yeah. your cat's not. It hurting. Yeah. They're in pain. Yeah. yeah. Not feeling the love. Yeah. So Todd said no. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? No that. to the bunny. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. I think personally that you could probably work on him a little bit. Yeah. He is kind of a pushover, and I love that about him. Yeah. He's a good dude. Oh. Hey, what's going on here? Uh-oh. Hang on. I've got to get, uh, I guess we ought to get into the bottom of the hour break here because I obviously need to go out and see what's going on. Let's do that. We'll come back and we'll uh, talk some more with Mary Isaac, also with Mindy Sales, and possibly you this morning as we we, uh, carry on and uh, move forward with The Daily Show on Key Radio. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, April 20th. Three people were injured in a crash on Monday. Four cars were involved in the pileup on Highway 5 after one vehicle struck the back of another and caused a chain reaction. Dakota Coons and Michael Kreutzer both had moderate injuries. They were taken by ambulance to Lake Regional Hospital. Stacy Moore sustained minor injuries and was taken to Lake Regional by a private vehicle. Hummingbirds are heading home after winter migration, and residents are spotting them at Lake of the Ozarks. Folks have begun reporting the first sightings of ruby-throated hummingbirds this week. MDC is offering an interactive map on their website that tracks the hummingbirds as they journey north. Now's the time to set out hummingbird feeders. Conservationists say that'll encourage them to stick around. More tips for setting them up for your hummingbird feeders at mdc.mo. Gov. The Inwater Boat Show comes to Dog Days starting tomorrow. Lake of the Ozarks dealers will bring their best with lots of boats in the water and chances for buyers to take them for a test drive. The show runs from Friday through Sunday at Dog Days. Admission is $7 for adults 12 and under. Get in free. Show hours and more info at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life. LakeExpo.com. A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by Adair's Wildlife Removal Service, offering affordable solutions for all of your residential and commercial nuisance animal problems. Adair's keeps the wildlife where it belongs, in the wild. Serving Camden, Miller, and Morgan Counties. Online at adairs-animals.com or call 573-378-8739. 573-378-8739.
Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A week from tonight, it's round one of the NFL Draft. The Chiefs will host that this year. The defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs with 10 picks in the draft. They will likely trade some of those away. Their first pick is scheduled for number 31 overall in the first round. As for baseball, the Cardinals a winner over Arizona yesterday. They'll take today off, then they've got a weekend series on the road against Seattle. Royals lost to Texas again yesterday. Royals off today, and they will open a road series against the Angels tomorrow. High school baseball, a lot of action today. 16-2 and Camdenton, ranked number three in the state, will take on Central today. Camdenton beat Glendale 9 uh, nothing on Tuesday. Glendale good this year, too. They're 15-2. and 3-8 and eight, Osage at Max Creek today. They lost to Southern Boone Tuesday. And 5-8 and eight, Versailles at home against Eugene. Versailles 1-1 one one this week. They beat Windsor Monday. Lost to Hallsville on Tuesday. College baseball, Mizzou slipping by the MSU Tigers on Tuesday. Mizzou is now 23-13 on the season. The Bears 19-16 on the season. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. They're all greatness. And if you're going on vacation this summer, remember, you can take Lake TV with you. You can find out what's going on at home while you're away. Watch Lake TV at MyLakeTV.com anywhere in the world. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by our media partners at Lake TV. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Lake TV brings you five local shows to let you know what's going on and help you get to know our area's movers and shakers. Lake TV also brings you live high school football and basketball and a weekly coaches show. Watch Lake TV on Como Channel 90 or absolutely free on Roku, Amazon Fire, and always streaming live at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Bill Munhausen for Orion Center Expo. Principle of Liberty number 22 says a free people should be governed by law, not the whims of men. For that purpose, laws must be few enough that they are understandable to all. Nancy Pelosi famously remarked that Congress had to pass the Affordable Care Act before we could know what was in it, because the written law had too many provisions to be understandable by reading it. Similarly, all our representatives considered a feather in their cap to sponsor a new legal provision. I propose a new law. For every law the government passes, they should repeal five useless ones. Maybe then businesses won't need teams of lawyers to assure compliance with the regulatory state. We advocate the Convention of States process to restore compliance with the first principles of constitutional government. As long as we neglect constitutional authority, we'll be subject to the whims of men imposing arbitrary laws over us. All Americans have a common cause in this. These 60-second messages are based on the book... XPO by Bill Munhausen, available in Amazon Books. There is a saying that there is no free lunch, meaning there is a cost to everything, even when it appears to be free. Your free account on social media costs you invisible connections to companies trying to sell you stuff. So it is, even with Key Radio, because there are costs to bring you local programming, and we need your help to pay the bills. If you love our purpose, please donate. If you need to use advertising dollars, Key Radio can give you a promotional benefit of sponsorship underwriting. 
Key Radio features programs in every area of life, politics, business, family, entertainment, education, faith, and media. In Christian circles, we refer to this as the Seven Mountains. We don't relegate any of these subjects to once a week, and we seek content rooted in truth more than opinion. If you have a message to get across, contact Bill M. at OrionCenter.org to talk about how Key Radio can help. Key Radio, K-E-Y-K, keeps you in the know. The Camdenton Area Chamber of Commerce invites you to the 72nd Annual Dogwood Festival taking place April 20th through the 22nd in downtown Camdenton. Festivities include student showcases, food and craft vendors, dinner theater, garage and bake sales, pageants, a carnival, a parade, and so much more. Visit CamdentonChamber.com for event details. Join the fun at the Dogwood Festival April 20th through the 22nd. Positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3, The Key. All right, folks, it is 836, and we are back. And so we we had uh, we had a, a new friend show up this morning. We did. It is uh, Big Rye, and He's... Big Rye is a, a nice dog, and so Lightning, being the dog that he is, was just going out and investigating. He did. As they so often do. And so now Lightning has investigated, and everything's fine. <laughs> everything's great. Lightning's over there. Big Rye's over there. I don't know if you can see him on camera or not. No, he's but, right uh, underneath yeah. uh, me. He's, he's sitting uh, under Mindy's feet. He's, he's napping. You can kind of see him a little bit. Yeah. Does, Mary, thanks for coming. Thank you. So glad Thank you're you here. for waiting for me. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. Life is good all as well. You're here. And so Big Rye is, is Big Rye in need of a home or is Big Rye one of your 10 dogs? Yes. Yes. He's, he's yes, your, he needs a home or yes, he's, he's one of your, your 10 guy. dogs. Uh-huh. He's your guy. He's my guy. Yeah. He came to me about... About two years ago, right. from a really super couple, and uh, he came to their house. Good boy. <laughs> and they searched and searched for weeks and weeks for an owner for him. Mm. And uh, they put flyers out. Right. They talked to all the vet clinics. So the conclusion was that he probably was a drop-off. We don't yeah. know for sure. Well, but good so, news is, is he's in, in the right hands. And he's, he's getting love and he's yes. being taken care of. So God has blessed me. He of, is my one buddy. Of, one of he ten is. dogs. He is actually right boy. now going to be, uh, he's getting ready to get his Good Citizen Award. Good Citizen. And he's going to be going to retirement centers and oh. over to Camp Wonderland. Nice. And uh, visiting. That'll be fun. And making people smile. Do you take uh, any of your other animals out and, and get them in the public? And- I have taken our miniature horse, Little Chief. And a duck and a goat, Becky, and a couple of dogs to some retirement centers. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, and, and Todd, if you're listening, this might actually work out to be a good thing. I'm sitting here, and you've got Mindy, and you've got Mary, and these two are talking. And I wouldn't be surprised at some point if there's like a little, you know, back and forth between you two as far <laughs> as animals and finding homes for them. Because Mindy... Was, we were just talking about the 70 cats, and Mary, you've been doing this. How many years have you had Angels with Tails now? I ha- became uh, incorporated with my 501c3 in August of 2017. Wow. So six years. And Almost six years. We have um, 
we're on 50 acres mm-hmm. and we have been building and building and building. Sure. We have barns and other habitats for our different uh, species. Now, the Lord had a different plan for me. I was originally going to rescue just dogs. And then there was this little pig that fell off of a pig truck over on Highway 52. He fell uh, off of a pig truck. that. No, he made an escape. Somebody told him. Yeah. His, Run. His, his future was, uh, yeah. was probably going to be staring at somebody through an Oscar Mayer <laughs> bacon package. Well, I beg to differ. This is a girl. She's my girlfriend. Her name is Stella. And she was about a foot long, and she had a gap on her head that was about three inches wide. And that was either from falling off or either from when they call the pigs to, to, to kill them before, you know, when they're in the slaughter. And uh, so we, somebody called me and said, can you take this pig? I said, well, I don't really do pigs. <laughs> but anyway, so Stella is with us. It's six years later, and she's 750 pounds. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> she's what they call a feeder pig. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's my best friend. <laughs> 750 Oh, my gosh. So from Nearly there, half a ton. So from there, uh, oh we now rescue pigs. Right. Um, we're actually getting another pig in this week. Um, his name is Winkers. That's coming in. He's coming from somewhere down south. And then guess what? The Lord said, that's not all. You're not just going to rescue pigs. You're going to rescue horses and you're going to rescue donkeys. You're going to rescue goats. You're going to rescue chickens, ducks, turkeys, and bunny rabbits. Do you think the Lord is... uh, is, She said bunnies. He has a great sense of humor. Don't say it on the microphone. Wait till we shut the microphones off and then you... Then discuss it. Okay. But I'm thinking uh, female Noah is sitting here in front of us. Yeah, I agree. Female who? Noah. Noah. Remember Noah's Ark? Oh, yes. I love that. Uh, yeah, no, I can't be put in that category, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but you do some pretty awesome stuff. What, yeah. was your, what was your probably like hardest rescue? <sighs> I know, it's so hard because, <clears throat> excuse me, when you rescue... Yeah. A lot of them are hard. Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, probably, um, we had one dog who has since passed on. His name, um, was, um, <laughs> forgive me. I forgot his oh, name at the moment. I forget my own. Sometimes. And, uh, he had been in a methamphetamine explosion. Oh my. And, uh, his face was all scarred up Aww. and, uh, he obviously that affected him emotionally, mentally, in all sorts of ways. Jack, that's my Jack on the box. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, Jack. And uh, so he was a wonderful dog, but yeah, yeah, that's a that's an awful situation. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, but they're so forgiving. Oh, uh, well, that's where I came up with my name, Angels with Tails. Uh, truly in my heart. They're angels with tails. They love you unconditionally. They do. And uh, will pretty much do anything for you uh, with proper training, proper loving, things of that nature. It is so true. It's crazy because you think that they've been in this horrible situation. And there maybe are some effects. We had one uh, that was um, uh, beaten in the face a lot, a horse that was beaten in the face. Mm -hmm. So it really didn't 
really like you to go and you know how you reach up and scratch him between their eyes or you know rub their chin he really didn't want any of that but he still was a wonderful animal we have a donkey that we rescued he was actually brought up here from the state of louisiana out of a uh, kill pen and uh this kill pen that he was from was actually declared one of the nation's worst by um the SPCA, mm. and he was rescued from there, and he had been severely beat and just neglected. So we have him now, and that is probably one of the most loving animals. Isn't that crazy? It is unbelievable. I know. It is. It's wonderful. I love it. What is the, what's the hardest part when you first rescue an animal? Is, is getting the animal to trust you or getting the animal to just uh, maybe eat or feel comfortable? Um, which I guess again kind of goes back around to trust for me uh because I have so many different types of animals um is integrating the animals into the pack and um getting them to trust one another, mm-hmm. and so of course that has to come from me that I trust them, and I'm gonna give them time and so we be we uh have built each of our uh, areas uh, specifically for that type of animal, like our Foofy Bunny Hutch, which is for our bunny rabbits. It's a 10 by 16 cedar house, and it has a little kitty door in it where they can run through a run, and then they can go into another 16 by 20 enclosed um, area to be outside where they can dig and use their claws and things like that, trying to get them back to where they were meant to be we have our nigerian goat playlia which is three stories high and uh, goats like to climb and so we try to put them back into those type of environments where they're the happiest and so that where we find that when we can get them back into those type of areas uh it helps them yeah. it helps them with us oh i love that so it's been a, a somewhat of a rough year um, with the loss of your husband, your partner in crime, the love of your life. Mm-hmm. But you're doing something really cool. Absolutely. You're doing something pretty cool. Um, in June, right? Is that when? I'm sorry. In June? Uh, yes. Is that right? Yes. And so you are having a fundraiser in Lick Branch Cove. Lick Branch Cove, the yes. five-mile marker. That's uh-huh. right. And so tell us a little bit about this. Okay. This is the first annual PAW P-A-W-T, at the lake. And and it's in Lick Branch Cove, which is the five-mile marker. And it'll start at 1 o'clock that day. And we are trying to gather as many docks as possible, which will be our sponsors uh, for this event. And uh, they will serve uh, whatever they like, whether it want to be hamburgers or hot dogs or... Uh, margaritas or if they want to sell items or anything of that nature and all we ask is that they recover their own cost for what that is and give us the profit from that Uh, we're going to have t-shirts available and koozie cups and so for those after uh, we'll we'll, uh, put a map out to show you which docks are participating with us and um, for those of once you Get your food or get your drink or whatever if you want to quit cruising around. Uh, Back in the finger there, which starts at Timberlake Village, uh, we want the boats to line up, kind of like Party Cove. 
No boobs and butts, but <laughs> dog wiggle butts are allowed. And kids, we want to bring kids in. Big thing to me is educating our kids. I have a children's educational program. Uh, it's amazing to me sometimes. Actually, it's astounding to me sometimes how some of these kids are just really kind of clueless mm. on how to behave around an animal. And we need to change it change it for our future so anyway back to this so um it's going to be a fun day and uh, you can go to the angels with tails facebook page angels with tails animal sanctuary facebook page it'll give you more information about that if you'd like to be one of our sponsors we would hugely appreciate it uh all the money that we'll be raising that day is going to be going into our new and proposed uh angel dog center uh, the Angel Dog Center will be specifically, of course, for our dogs. And there will be uh, a pool in there for the dogs to swim. Huge lighted yards. Um, like I say, we're trying to get the dogs back into the environment where they're the happiest. They love to play. Speaking of which, at our sanctuary, we have uh, trails all throughout the 50 acres where you can take the dogs or the horses or whatever we have and take them for walks and things like that too throughout the woods i love that so at the um at the event you're going to be there too of course absolutely and how are you going to be there what are you going to be doing i am presently taking my late husband and ours 28 foot pontoon boat are you listening to me don and i'm getting a wrap on it right now with a bunch of dogs and says angels with tails on animal sanctuary on the side of it love that so you will see me cruising around to the different docks you'll see probably some dogs in there maybe a goat or a duck or something i don't know whoever wants to get it maybe a pig and uh we'll be cruising around and saying hello to everybody and thanking them for that that day i love that so if you want to meet mary or see anything it will not be hard to find her (laughs) on june 10th because she's going to be the only one riding around the lick branch with (laughs) who knows of what sort of animals will be on her boat. I can guarantee you there's not going to be a 750-pound pig on that boat. I can pretty much assure you that. <laughs> yeah. I can assure you. That. I love the idea of the goat, though. That's hilarious. We used to have a chicken that we had rescued. His name was Doc, and we'd take him out on the boat with us, and he'd get up on the captain's mat right up there. And when we would go out of the finger there, everybody would say, Crow, Doc, Crow. And that crow, he, I mean, that chicken, he crow hey crow oh my gosh that's hilarious i love that it's great you just never know i could tell you stories all oh, day long I'm anybody sure. at rescue could tell you stories oh, all day long all day and long. a lot of them hilarious uh, best part I, I mean are some of the funny funny things that happen you just never one know. of the most interesting things about animals and you see an animal that for the very first time and if you rescue it and it's in the shape that it's in whatever shape it is when you get to it and it's scared and uh doesn't really trust a whole lot of people especially if it's been abused and then it starts to get more involved and you start to work with it and then you really get to see that animal's personality absolutely and they're so wonderful and all they want is a little love yes unconditional love that's what that's what he's like all he wants is just to hang out with me and absolutely and uh lays next to me or sits next to me or he's my buddy and just, just pet me, just feed me, and just love me. Well, that's why I'm a foster mama failure. I have 10 dogs. 
Yeah, that's what and, Todd said. We he I told him we were fostering a cat. Yeah, that was a sister to another cat, and he's like, "It's been five years, Mindy." I'm like, "Well, maybe <laughs> uh, maybe somebody will come along." She's not going anywhere, but. That was yeah. just my, yeah. Well, right now, uh, because we don't have the dog center built yet, which we're going to get that built, uh, that is the main reason. I got to get back to my original purpose of what I was doing because I get phone calls every single day for mm. dogs. Oh. Every single day. It's awful. It's 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 really unbelievable here lately. And It uh, is lately. It's it, been crazy. Yeah. I don't know if it's from the after effects from COVID and people getting animals and how they went back to work or, or what it is. So I got to get this dog center built. Folks, we got a real problem here. We got a lot of drop offs. So. Like I say, the phone's ringing all the time. So we need to get this place going. So if you're if you for the day on the 10th, if you've got your boat, you can come down, visit the docks, uh, see that, see um, Mary in her pontoon with her roughly 60 animals that are beyond there. <laughs> then go down to the end of the cove, like she said, line up, tie up together, bring your kids, bring your neighbors, even even bring a dog. And oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just tie up like we used to in the good old days of Party Cove when people kept their clothes on. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just go. Mini <clears throat> newsflash never happened. Uh, well, <laughs> okay. There were certain times that families could go through the party cove in the old days when it was like at the 14 mile marker. But yes, the weekends, we knew not to go there. No. We did not go there on the weekends. Uh, but yeah, so come tie up, bring your, your lily pads and just come and chill out. Um, enjoy family time and enjoy supporting um, the amazing work that um, Angels with Tails Animal Sanctuary is doing and, Ma- and Mary's doing. So uh, it should be a great time. I mean, what an awesome, awesome time. Um, if you need help on your boat, I'm there. I could bring a horse. I'd love it. I could horse totally. on the pontoon boat. I could bring a mini. I've got a little mini that's probably... Oh, my mini Understand one on thing. that boat in a New York second. Yeah. You, um, you realize that horses, big or small, you know, they... They poop. They have that outlet back there. They do. And uh, do, you, do you keep a shovel on the boat or what do you have there? I never put up. You know, I'm kind of surprised that I don't actually smell a little bit like that this morning because I got up at three so I could be here on time. And I had to do a couple little pooper scooping before I got here. It happens. But see, you know, my brother, Bob, what a beautiful and gracious man. He works with me. And when we shovel our poop, (laughs) we do it as a labor of love. All right. Oh, it has to be. Poop is a good thing because it shows you what's happening with that animal. Do they have worms? It's Are so they sick? True. Are they eating right? I know it sounds odd. I'm going to just tell you this much, though. Not every day it's a labor of love. There are days I'm sure you go in there and go, hmm, wow. Never. Really? Never. Having an off day and then you realize, oh, man. Nope. Gotta go I, 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 I've been asked that before and in all honesty, never. Maybe that's just one thing you can count on that you know every day <laughs> that you're going to have to pick up poop. And maybe that's, I don't know. I mean, you can, you can visualize it any number of ways, right? You can, you can say, well, it's, uh, it's, it's therapeutic. I know I was playing in poop yesterday and, uh, well, you know, it was manure. Let, let's be specific. It's all a matter of perspective. It's right, how you right. look at it. Yeah. And so, I feel like I am just an instrument right now and doing in my mission. And so this is just a part of it. 
I think one thing, especially when it comes to like muck installs, it is not easy. No. Um, it is it is hard work, and I hate when there's a lot of tinkle because it's really heavy. The shavings yes. and stuff, but there's something so satisfying about getting all the fresh shavings down, mm-hmm. and it smells so wonderful from the shavings. And... For about what an hour, maybe two. Yeah, I mean, as soon as <laughs> maybe five minutes. Yeah, because as soon as they go back in, the first thing they do is poop. Right. I but... tell you, one of our horses, literally, when I'm done. He comes on and gives me another little gift there. I know. And I do. I, I think to myself, he is so intelligent. He's got maid service, man. Oh, totally, I yeah. I feed him. I clean up after. I brush him. And then as soon as he goes, like, I, well, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. That snuck up on me. Um, but as soon as, um, I mean, literally, you go in there and they do their business. But I always just jump right in there flick it out and move on but yeah just but move on right there is yeah you gotta move on but there's definitely something satisfying about getting everything all clean and, and picked up and stuff so and then you know i've got great neighbors who come and take a lot of poop that's great yeah they come and um my horses compost on their own because they there's a one certain area they like to poop i know it's crazy well that's wonderful yeah and so they i'm not that fortunate i'm <laughs> they yeah. like just they love this one area, and so they always poop there. So my uh, my neighbors, I've got a lot of neighbors that have gardens. They come on over and go and bring their little tractors and scoop their poop. I actually do have a couple people that do come. They come and get uh, my goat poop and my rabbit poop because it's a cold compost, so you oh. can pretty much put it on your garden right away. And by the way, if you have bought your child a rabbit from Easter, we do have openings for rabbits. Please don't let them go in the wild. Amen they will that. not survive. Uh, don't leave them in a little tiny cage. We do have openings for rabbits. But rabbits poop 200 times a day, each rabbit. 200 times a day? 200 times a day. All right, you guys keep talking. I'm going to do the math on that one. And then you get the goats <laughs> that come and lay on the front porch, and then they got to leave their pellets they're oh. little labors of love as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And well, and yeah, my horses stay in my yard sometimes because I have a big front yard and there's lots of grass. So like they'll be out there to eat and stuff. How long do rabbits sleep? KB's on a mission. How long do rabbits sleep? I don't know. I don't stay up at night with them. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's at least eight times an hour, but they don't stay up all night. So it's probably more than that. Maybe it's more like uh, 12 times an hour. I mean, you know, it's interesting uh, because sleep and poop. Boy, talk about living the life. Right. Our rabbits, when they go outside, they can dig down 10 feet into the ground. And these are called warrens. And they have all these elaborate tunnels underneath there. Mm -hmm. No telling how much poop is down there. Oh, no kidding. (laughs) Well, if if you notice a lot of things growing in that particular area, uh, that'll probably be a, a dead giveaway. We're uh, just about up against the clock for the top of the hour. Let's uh, let's touch on the event again to uh, make sure people have all of the particulars. Go, go right ahead. So, all right. That's going to be uh, Saturday, June 10th, starting at 1 o'clock in the Lick Branch Cove, which is, like I say, on the five-mile marker. Bring the family. Bring the dogs. Bring the horse, whatever. But I need sponsors. Uh, if you'll sign your doc up and sponsor the Angels with Tales Animal Sanctuary, we would greatly appreciate it. And that money, once again, is going to be going to the Angel Dog Center, which is where we will be able to uh, rescue, rehabilitate, and then adopt out the dogs. Wow, that's amazing. So bring your family, load you up the boat. A, you have a flyer? Do I have a flyer? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't have one with me right now, but I right now just actually just got a whole bunch of my signs in that I'm going to be putting up all around. Just send me something so and that we can mention it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, gosh, thank you so much for all that you're oh. doing. We're going to have we're going to have you back again because um we we got short in 30 minutes of yeah. interesting fun stories. So, we'll definitely have oh. you back again. Oh. So excited. So glad what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, both. It's a huge service and it's a thankless one quite often from humans, not from the animals. The animals appreciate you. But uh, so thank you. Thank you both too. I sincerely appreciate it. I will tell you that, you know, there are a lot of people like you and like you Mm -hmm. that take it upon themselves and, uh, you know, they'll do without for themselves in order to provide for these animals. And if we could just ask people to step up, you know, if we could increase the amount of responsible pet owners by 50, just 50% to start. What a difference it would make. Incredible. It would make a difference. Great to see you, Mary. Thank you so much for coming. Mindy, see you next Thursday. Yes, looking forward to it. And all of you wonderful people out there, stick around because we are at the top of the hour. It is officially 9 o'clock on the Midwest Coast, which means Danny Ellison joins me on the other side of the break to rant and rave, and then we'll have some time for you at about 940. If you have a good uh, story about your pet, something your pet does that's uh, just incredible, uh, give me a call, 573-633-5395, or if you'd like to help Mary out with her cause, I would certainly love to be able to pass that information on to her. And thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone for joining us this morning right here on The Daily Show on Key Radio. It's time, it's time for another, for another hour, hour of community-based, community-based programming. programming. You're listening, You're listening to 89.3 KKYK, Osage, Missouri. Missouri, The Key. The key. Key Radio wants to help our community by offering a platform for all groups and organizations to share their message. If you have a recorded public service announcement talking about who you are and what you do, email it to psfre 65 Rotary Club, Veterans Animal Shelter, Fundraising Organizations, and more are all welcome to send us their pre-recorded message. Key Radio reserves the right to deny or accept any PSAs received. 
We're introducing something new on T-Radio called Ozark Voices. Express yourself anytime on the air without commitment to radio skills. Just email bill at oriancenter.org and I'll contact you about recording anything from five minutes to a half hour. We can record by phone or in my office or you can record it and send it to me. It can be a monologue or a conversation, whatever works best for you. Then I'll then produce, I'll produce it, as it as part of an Ozark Voices show, show on Key Radio. Radio. Any topic, Any topic is, fine. is fine. Hobbies, Hobbies comments, comments about lake happenings, happenings, conspiracy, conspiracy theories, theories, or say or hi to grandma. grandma. I'll make I'll sure you sound great. great. Send, a, send message a message to Bill M. L. Ryan Center org. That's E I I L M M at O R I O N C E N T E R org and be a part of Ozark Voices. Support, Support your veterans, your veterans and have a good time, time too. Camden Tendon VFW post, post number 5923 has been every, every Friday night. night. And first and Saturday, Saturday of the month, the month. Doors, doors open at 4 p.m. and bingo starts at 6.30. VFW is located just off the south side at 65 BMW Drive for the VFW sign and the big military tank one mile south of the square in Camdenton. Key Radio keeps you in the know. There's lots going on in the arts at Lake Ozarks. Visit artsatthelake.com and check out the event calendar. Woodworking, fiber arts, painting, photography, and more. Also special events like the annual student art quest. It's all presented to you by the Lake Arts Council. This message brought to you by Key Radio KEYK 89.3 FM.
This is this your is chance, chance to get involved, to get involved in, community in community radio, radio like the Ozarks, Ozarks, Ozarks with 89.3, the key. the key. It is 9.08, and the studio is a little quieter, but I have to say it was great to have Mary Isaac and Mindy Sales and Big Rye and Lightning and uh, yours truly all in the uh, studio talking about the animals and what it is that uh, these folks are doing. I, I think you have to be a special breed, no pun intended, a person in order to be able to uh, take on uh, the kinds of uh, situations that uh, these animals bring when uh, they end up at a rescue or a shelter. You have to be a uh, cut from a certain type of cloth, I guess, because it's not easy and you don't want to, you don't want to have to you know, push any animal away or say, no, we can't take this one or no, we can't take that one. You want to be able to take them all. But it does come with a cost. Sometimes it's uh, a matter of just time. Other times it is a a matter of money. And uh, most of the time it seems as though it is a matter of money. It is 72 degrees in Osage Beach. Uh, Guess what, folks? The uh, expected high today is 74. So, I'm thinking we're probably going to have what they call a temperature inversion. Well, we will actually reach the high before uh, we normally would during the day because we are expecting some uh, thunderstorms developing this afternoon now is what they're talking about. And that is going to push temperatures down. We're only looking for a high of 68 tomorrow with a partly cloudy sky, partly cloudy of 54 on Saturday, partly cloudy and uh, 60 degrees on Sunday. And as is the case, uh, we've got a lot going on. Another busy weekend. There is a marginal risk for some severe weather. And uh, taking a peek at the radar, it looks as though a line will start to develop, and that's what it is doing now, to our north. And then we will uh, get some strength to that line as it uh, develops. And you'll see most of what uh, is uh, to the north of us starting to push off and or dissipate, and a new line will start to establish pretty close to the Lake of the Ozarks, and they are anticipating, uh, I guess, right around uh, 1130 noon, and we'll start to see those those showers and thunderstorms move into the area. So uh, just be on your game, folks. We've already had one bout of severe weather, Uh, nothing like what they've dealt with here uh, in the last uh, 24 hours or so in Oklahoma where they have reported at least 15 tornadoes had touched down in Oklahoma. As always, lots of damage, a lot of people uh, being displaced as far as their homes and the like. Uh, So let's send our uh, prayers and thoughts to the folks in Oklahoma. I do believe there were also some people that were killed as part of this uh, weather system that developed down there in Oklahoma. But uh, again, the smartest thing you can do, folks, is just be prepared and uh, make sure you've got a plan. That is what they, they talk about all the time, having these plans necessary. If you're all at home when it happens, if you're all scattered out when it happens, um, if you are all scattered out, make sure you have a contact that is outside the area that uh, everyone can call and make sure uh, to check in and all of all of the things and have your um, bug-out bag, so to speak, ready. Uh, You have all your supplies at home, but then have something with you. So in the event something happens, you're prepared. Uh, If you need medication or food or uh, water, uh, little things go a long way. And anytime there is severe weather, there is also the threat of losing power. 
so you need to keep that in mind. And a manual can opener is a lifesaver. Danny Ellison joining us this morning at 912 here on Key Radio to uh, rant and rave this morning. And we welcome him to the airwaves. Also a a dog lover with his good buddy Dillinger, who uh, normally rides shotgun with him when he uh, travels all across this great country or is probably hanging out with him right now. Good morning to you, sir. What's going on? Well, that's kind of funny you say that. He's laying right back behind me, right up against the SPC. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he wouldn't be far away, and it's always great to see oh, Dillinger. Oh, no, he's when never you... more than a piece of paper away. Yeah, when, <laughs> he's always on. Yeah, when, whenever you travel uh, to uh, to see us here, we can always uh, count on Dillinger being right there with you. So uh, what is on your mind this morning? How are you feeling? What's got you all worked up? Let's uh, let's just kind of turn you loose on the listeners this morning. Well, first of all, I'd like to add to your emergency preparedness, something that a lot of people don't think, because a lot of people stack, you know, pallets of water in their house, and they don't think if your house gets blown away, so does it your pallets of water. Right. Uh, go to Walmart. They're dirt cheap. Get a life straw. Uh, you can put them in any source of water and drink from it, and it's filtered. Uh, they filter bacteria, 99% of bacteria. They're very usable. They're famously shown drinking from mud holes and things like that. Right. I carry one in my car, in my survival backpack, in my hiking backpack. I have them everywhere, and it's a cheap thing to carry around. And on top of that, everybody has Facebook and Twitter and all those apps to go out and just blather make sure you have a live radar app yes sir because i have a live i have a live radar app we live in an rv and so when storms come to town i keep a real watchful eye on that it gives you a head start you don't have to wait for anybody to report on it so those are two very useful things i'd like to pass along before i get off on to ranting and raving good uh, good advice this morning danny so uh go well, I, I was sitting here the other day, and I've been watching Walmart. You know, Walmart, the gigantic, evil, mean, bad corporation. They closed their stores in Portland, Oregon. They closed stores in Chicago. They closed stores in Seattle. And everybody goes, why do they hate these neighborhoods? They don't hate these neighborhoods. I saw all the city leaders standing there shaming Walmart. How dare you take the jobs out of it? How dare you take grandma's out? That ain't Walmart. Quit pointing your finger at Walmart and go stand in front of a mirror. You people have not had any concern about people walking in there, putting a TV in a cart, and pushing it out the door, and then if a cop tries to approach them to stop them, you scream racism. If they touch them, you file lawsuits, and then they get set free. And then you're sitting there going, why are these stores closing down? What's well, obvious? Chicago has descended into chaos. Baltimore is descending into chaos. What do these people have in common? A George Soros-funded prosecutor. We're not prosecuting crimes. Illinois just said that car vandalism and carjacking, well, that's not that bad. Murdering somebody... Ain't that bad neither. They're letting these people out with no bail. They're taking criminals that are obviously criminals, turning them right around, saying, go out there and be a good boy. You go play nice and patting them and send them out the door. We'll see you in court in six weeks. No, you won't. 
they'll be picked up on a bond and then they'll go out and they won't come back again because they are criminals. And you don't treat criminals like normal people. And all these people want to point the finger at Walmart. Let me ask you something. Would you put your money in the store so people just come in and take it? No, you wouldn't. We have somebody. Where is law in order in this country? I get it. I talk all the time about the police. I get it. But I talk about police taking on these normal traffic stops that they turn into things that they shouldn't be. I'm not talking about actually going out and catching criminals. I'm for catching criminals. And if they don't obey you, I'm for being mean to them. But not to an average citizen whose only crime is not wearing a safety belt. We have a problem in this country, and it's not because of the police. It's because of government. Government has totally abjugated its, its need to take care of the public. And they look like they want chaos. Because when you saw Washington, D.C. introduced a bill doing the same thing, carjackings, murders, lowering the crime rate. We've got exploding crime. And, and, and look where it's at, though. You don't see it in a lot of conservative cities. No, you see it in these liberal bastions that don't want to punish anybody, want to call corporations evil. So you're fed a, a message all day. The world's against you. You're at the bottom. It's up to you to go grab what you want. What do you think they're going to do with that message? You think they're going to go home and knit a sweater? No, they're going to go out and get their comeuppance. And then they're going to go down and they're going to wild out on the street and mash people's cars and beat people. And there ain't nobody doing anything to stop it. They just stand by because if they know, if they go in there and they do what is necessary to take care of this problem, then you won't have anybody left to run your police force because they'll all be in jail because they'll all be trialed for being too violent with people who are beating people in the streets. We are in an upside-down world. Week after week I talk about this. It's going to take the average American, we the people, to say enough is enough. How long are you going to stand by and let your children act like Heathens, and then when they go to jail, you're going to blame the system. It's not the system's fault that your teenager is stamping on a car. If I'd have done that as a youth, I'd have been beat till I couldn't stand up. We have got to get control of our youth. We have got to install some law and order. Again, you know me. I'm against big government. I'm against safety belt laws. I'm against helmet laws. I'm against all these BS laws for your car. But I am for laws that control people who are acting like animals and destroying other people's property. And the new mayor is worse than Beetlejuice, the last mayor, because he's out there saying, Oh, it's the poor kids. It's, they just don't have nothing to do. When I had nothing to do as a kid, I played in the creek. I didn't run into downtown with a mob of my friends, jump on cars, loot and steal. These are not kids. They're animals. When you act like an animal, I'm going to call you an animal. And we need to look at what brought all this about. You want to brought all this about? The destruction of family, the removal of God from society. Those two things right there started this whole mess. 
It started by liberals. They told us we didn't need a family. They made sure the government made sure these women didn't suffer because we didn't want the kids to suffer. And we enabled a whole generation to go out there and just pump out babies and have no repercussions. And it has come home to roost. It sure has. And on top of it, you know, we saw the pictures of what was going on in uh, in San Francisco where people were just waltzing in stores, grabbing what they wanted, walking out the door, and no one was stopping them. We actually had uh, an incident like that happen here locally, and it was all caught on camera, and I don't know if they ever caught the person or <laughs> went and knocked on the person's door and said, <clears throat> oh, by the way, uh, did you did you ever maybe consider paying for any of those purchases that you walked out of the store with? And so, and, and it brings up another interesting point. And I, I, I don't necessarily know if it really matters where you live, but if you were in law enforcement and you have people that are supposed to be supporting you saying, defund the police, let's defund the police, let's take some of their money away from them. And then on top of it, let's send social workers in to domestic violence situations, not knowing at all what type of a situation that these folks are going to be going into. Now, I would imagine in most cases, and and, and I've got somebody that I can ask about this, and I think I will. Uh, you know, you get a 911 call, there's a domestic, and the officer shows up, or officers. I would imagine most in, in most instances where they can um, actually afford to do this, where they have at least enough officers on staff where maybe more than one officer could show up. Uh, do they go out, do they assess the situation and then call a social worker, or does the social worker uh, go out with the officer? How does it work? Either way, you're going to bring a social worker out to try and defuse a domestic situation, not knowing at all if there's alcohol involved, if there's drugs involved, uh, how heated the situation may be, uh, if there are weapons involved, you have no idea. And so in this world we live in now where we worry about everybody's feelings, we are seeing, as you said, how this has come home to roost because we're not establishing, oh, what do you want to say, parameters? We're not establishing perimeters. We're just allowing people to do whatever they want, and we don't want to get in their way. We don't want to try and stop them. We don't want to do anything to make people realize and understand that what they're doing is wrong. So if you're not going to stop them, if you're not going to arrest them, if you're not going to detain them for more than, let's say, a couple of hours, <laughs> then it's going to spread like wildfire. It's going to spread like wildfire because people are going to say, well, you know what, I went down to the Costco there and I walked in, and I wanted some potato chips and some candy bars, so I just took them right off the shelf. And while I was there, I grabbed a couple of cold drinks and walked right out the door because I knew that nobody was going to stop me. Oh, really? Well, maybe I will try that. And so now you have developed a base. And so when somebody goes in and does that, and then somebody goes in behind them, and then they decide, well, maybe we'll detain this person to try and stop things. What is that person's legal counsel going to say? Well, you didn't stop the first person who did it, so why did you stop this person? And then you start to really expand out with arms and legs and things that we probably don't even know are coming. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. But back to the original argument here, and that is if you were a member of law enforcement, 
How would this make you feel to know that people who are supposed to be supporting you, people who are supposed to be behind you are saying, let's take the money away. Let's take the money away. Because I know here at the Lake of the Ozarks, and and I don't, I've never heard any county or any city or any township talk about defunding their law enforcement. I have not heard about anybody going after local law enforcement because we appreciate these men and women and the jobs that they do. And, of course, what they make is not necessarily uh, sometimes, uh, in, in my estimation, worth putting your life on the line for. But uh, retention is something that is very hard for a lot of these departments around here because there are other departments out there that pay and pay much better. And so you take the time to bring these men and women in. You train them. And, and, and who would be upset with someone who's trying to better themselves in terms of what they make so that they can live a better life, so that, that their families can live a better life? So there are so many arguments on both sides as far as why we shouldn't be defunding the police, why we should draw the line in the sand, the line that uh, one President Obama tried to draw in the sand and got absolutely nowhere with it, uh, tried to make a tough stance, but, you know, when you're a paper tiger, uh, most people just kind of laugh at you and piss right on the paper that uh, anything is written on. So, uh, I I mean, look at the direction that this is going and look at the results and understand that if something isn't done and done soon, it's only going to get worse. And then people are going to start dying because not only is this person going to walk in and steal what they want to steal and walk out the door, they may have uh, obtained a firearm illegally. And, oh, by the way, I don't like you. Bang, you're dead. Well, we have to do something because we have allowed it to run rampant. And it's not just a law and order problem. That's my whole point. This is 40 years, 50 years of liberal insanity. This is 50 years of you only need one parent to raise a kid and that the government's going to educate them and the government's going to tell them what to think and that your values don't matter and that if you don't like what we're doing, we're going to hide it from you. We have disconnected the family. There is no family unit. Over half of divorces, half of marriages end in divorce. And most of those marriages, a lot of them have kids. And then we sit here and go, why is society spiraling down the toilet and pointing the finger at people who are just trying to enforce laws to some kind of decorum that used to be? Like, you and I know that when we were younger, if we dressed like a quarter of the people in Walmart and walked out of our bedroom and said to our mom and dad, we're going to go out with you dressed like this, we'd be summarily smacked on the back of our head and sent back to our bedroom to put something decent on. (laughs) Yes. It's called... It's called self-esteem. When you don't have self-esteem, nobody can judge you because no words will hurt you. The only thing that will hurt you is physical punishment. Self-esteem and self-respect. Yeah. Right. And if you don't have that, which most people don't anymore, I don't care what you think of me. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Nobody cares. And if you don't care, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. You don't care. You go out dressed like a bum. You you make no attempt to keep your appearance up because that's cool now to be slovenly. Mm-hmm. And again, these are parts of the deadly sins, folks. And there's a reason that book was written. It has a lot of good advice in it. And the seven deadly sins are one of the things that you should look at. 
because that's the seven things that are really affecting the American society as we stand here right now. Because you can't teach people to have respect for themselves. You can't teach them that they should be ashamed because whatever is whatever, do what you want, and we are going to pay for it. Well, I can't argue with anything that you said this morning, and I wish more people would understand and realize this, but as long as we are concerned about DEI and people's feelings, it is only going to get worse. And I think what is going to have to happen is somebody in a position that uh, could maybe effectively do something about it is going to have to be affected with themselves or their family members, and then we'll see a whole new thought process come to life. And that's very unfortunate that people go through their lives and people are elected to uh, do what we tell them to do, and instead of doing what we tell them to do, they do what they think is best for us. Danny Ellison, I appreciate your time, sir, as always, and I thank you for joining me. Look forward to uh, another conversation next Thursday, 910 here on Key Radio. And uh, just, just, just real quick before I let you go, I want you to tell everyone where they can find you as far as, uh, you know, places you go to rant and rave in addition to what you do with us on Key Radio. You can find me on, uh, go to educatedredneck.com, go to my schedule page. All my radio is done there, including my Monday radio on Freedomizer Radio Network, where I go off for an hour and a half. And now my buddy Herman Hurston's been joining me for that show, and so now it's it's definitely picked up. It's great. We get to have great conversations, and of course, I'm here every Tuesday. I mean, every Thursday, and tonight I'm heading down to Emerald Isle, North Carolina, to do a show at a place called 77 Degrees West. So, if you happen to be on vacation and heading that way, come look me up. And as always, you all have a wonderful day on that beautiful lake that you live on. And technically, you are here on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> because that started with you and uh, and me uh, a long time ago, and it's been a great ride and a fun journey, and I hope we get to see you soon, Danny. Thank you so much for checking in. It is 9.30, and we have got our final information break at the bottom of the hour for this uh, Thursday edition of The Daily Show. We'll hear from Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, Chris Schneider with Lake TV News Sports, and more of The Daily Show coming up, and I'll let you know who is going to be on the program tomorrow. Got some great guests for you, so you'll definitely want to make it a point to tune in. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, April 20th. Three people were injured in a crash on Monday. Four cars were involved in the pileup on Highway 5 after one vehicle struck the back of another and caused a chain reaction. Dakota Coons and Michael Kreutzer both had moderate injuries. They were taken by ambulance to Lake Regional Hospital. Stacy Moore sustained minor injuries and was taken to Lake Regional by a private vehicle. Hummingbirds are heading home after winter migration, and residents are spotting them at Lake of the Ozarks. Folks have begun reporting the first sightings of ruby-throated hummingbirds this week. MDC is offering an interactive map on their website that tracks the hummingbirds as they journey north. Now's the time to set out hummingbird feeders. Conservationists say that'll encourage them to stick around. More tips for setting them up. 
for your hummingbird feeders at mdc.mo.gov. The in-water boat show comes to dog days starting tomorrow. Lake of the Ozarks dealers will bring their best with lots of boats in the water and chances for buyers to take them for a test drive. The show runs from Friday through Sunday at dog days. Admission is $7 for adults, 12 and under. Get in free. Show hours and more info at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. Lake Expo. A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by Adair's Wildlife Removal Service, offering affordable solutions for all of your residential and commercial nuisance animal problems. Adair's keeps the wildlife where it belongs, in the wild. Serving Camden, Miller, and Morgan Counties. Online at adairs-animals.com or call 573-378-8739. 573-378-8739. with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A week from tonight, it's round one of the NFL draft. The Chiefs will host that this year. The defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs with 10 picks in the draft. They will likely trade some of those away. Their first pick is scheduled for number 31 overall in the first round. As for baseball, the Cardinals a winner over Arizona yesterday. They'll take today off, and they've got a weekend series on the road against Seattle. Royals lost to Texas again yesterday. Royals off today, and they will open a road series against the Angels tomorrow. High school baseball, a lot of action today. 16-2 and Camdenton, ranked number three in the state, will take on Central today. Camdenton beat Glendale uh, 9-0 on Tuesday. Glendale good this year, too. They're 15-2. and 3-8 and Osage at Max Creek today. They lost to Southern Boone Tuesday. And 5-8 and Versailles at home against Eugene. Versailles 1-1 one one this week. They beat Windsor Monday. Lost to Hallsville on Tuesday. College baseball, Mizzou slipping by the MSU Tigers on Tuesday. Mizzou is now 23-13 and on the season. The Bears 19-16 and on the season. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. They're all greatness. And if you're going on vacation this summer, remember, you can take Lake TV with you. You can find out what's going on at home while you're away. Watch Lake TV at MyLakeTV.com anywhere in the world. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by our media partners at Lake TV. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Lake TV brings you five local shows to let you know what's going on and help you get to know our area's movers and shakers. Lake TV also brings you live high school football and basketball and a weekly coaches show. Watch Lake TV on Como Channel 90 or absolutely free on Roku, Amazon Fire, and always streaming live at MyLakeTV.com. 
I'm Bill Munhausen for Orion Center Expo. Principle of Liberty number 22 says a free people should be governed by law, not the whims of men. For that purpose, laws must be few enough that they are understandable to all. Nancy Pelosi famously remarked that Congress had to pass the Affordable Care Act before we could know what was in it, because the written law had too many provisions to be understandable by reading it. Similarly, all our representatives consider it a feather in their cap to sponsor a new legal provision. I propose a new law. For every law the government passes, they should repeal five useless ones. Maybe then businesses won't need teams of lawyers to assure compliance with the regulatory state. We advocate the Convention of States process to restore compliance with the first principles of constitutional government. As long as we neglect constitutional authority, we will be subject to the whims of men imposing arbitrary laws over us. All Americans have a common cause in this. These 60-second messages are based on the book... XPO by Bill Munhausen, available in Amazon Books. There is a saying that there is no free lunch, meaning there is a cost to everything, even when it appears to be free. Your free account on social media costs you invisible connections to companies trying to sell you stuff. So it is, even with key radio, because there are costs to bring you local programming, and we need your help to pay the bills. If you love our purpose, please donate. If you need to use advertising dollars, Key Radio can give you a promotional benefit of sponsorship underwriting. Key Radio features programs in every area of life, politics, business, family, entertainment, education, faith, and media. In Christian circles, we refer to this as the Seven Mountains. We don't relegate any of these subjects to once a week, and we seek content rooted in truth more than opinion. If you have a message to get across, contact Bill M. at OrionCenter.org to talk about how Key Radio can help. Key Radio, K-E-Y-K, keeps you in the know. The Camdenton Area Chamber of Commerce invites you to the 72nd Annual Dogwood Festival taking place April 20th through the 22nd in downtown Camdenton. Festivities include student showcases, food and craft vendors, dinner theater, garage and bake sales, pageants, a carnival, a parade, and so much more. Visit CamdentonChamber.com for event details. Join the fun at the Dogwood Festival, April 20th through the 22nd. Positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3, The Key. Back here at 938 on the program tomorrow. I'm going to be talking with uh, Valerie Battle Kenzel, I believe it's her last name. And she is the author of a book, 100 Things to Do at the Lake of the Ozarks Before You Die. I'll be talking to her at about 9.10. Also on the program, the one and only presiding commissioner, Ike Skelton, who is, uh, well, really generating some uh, some serious press these days. He was on the Glenn Beck Show uh, radio program yesterday morning. Uh, he has been the subject of a number of articles, and I'll talk about uh, this article that continues to uh, kind of make its way around because, as is the case, we know Ike is all about the Second Amendment, all about uh, people owning firearms, and has had a huge problem with the ATF prior to what happened with his brother's gun shop. But, as is the case, the liberal media... The mainstream media, whatever you want to talk, uh, uh, however you want to describe them, 
is trying to pigeonhole him, trying to make it look as though the only reason that he has an issue with what the ATF did in contacting uh, planning and zoning in Camden County is uh, he's got an axe to grind because of what happened to his brother. So we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But, uh, again, probably a good idea, folks, as uh, I take a look at the uh, the radar here this morning. And uh, we're seeing this uh, system developing across the state of Missouri, but it is not really expected to develop a whole lot until, I would say, probably around 11.30. Well, it says here about 11.15 it'll start to develop right around our area. We've already had some showers and thunderstorms move through northern parts of the state. And then there is a line that is going to be developing, oh, about 11.15, 11.30, up until noon. That could bring some uh, strong storms, some gusty winds, uh, maybe a little bit of hail with it. So... Uh, that is expected somewhere from about 11.15 all the way up until about maybe noonish as it pushes through. If you find yourself uh, out on the water, take cover immediately. If you uh, have an app on your phone, some sort of a radar app to monitor that, Camden County Emergency Management has a, a system that will alert you as well. It's very easy to become uh, connected with that, but have something on your phone. Uh, you know, so often when people are driving and you see them kind of weaving back and forth on the road and, and, and you pass them and they are on their phone because they're not uh, concerned about driving, uh, you know, half ton, three ton, three quarter ton, uh, one ton vehicle down the road, That that's not concerning enough. They have to be on their phone at the same time. Uh, put something on your phone that can be very beneficial and possibly even save your life. And uh, you heard Danny talk about these uh, straws that you can use. Uh, if you find yourself in a situation where you are without uh, water, the uh, good news is is that uh, uh, these life straws, you can basically drink any kind of water within reason, but uh, they could very well save your life if you find yourself uh, not even involved with a shower or a thunderstorm. Anyway, um, just make sure that you are aware that there is a marginal risk for severe weather in our area today. Uh, probably from, uh, I'd say, start keeping an eye on things around 11 o'clock and uh, probably about 12, 15, 12, 30. So an hour and a half is what it's looking like that we could see. Uh, maybe a little bit of a flare-up from Mother Nature. As of right now, we were at uh, 72 degrees. Let's give you an update on uh, the weather picture. And uh, right now we are at 73 here in Osage Beach, looking for a high today of about 74 with the thunderstorms developing this afternoon, gusty winds. The rain chance has decreased a bit. 45 with a partly cloudy sky overnight, then uh, partly cloudy and 68 tomorrow. Partly cloudy and 54 on Saturday, partly cloudy and 60 on Sunday, and then a stretch of weather where uh, next week it looks like we're going to be seeing some rain. Rain chances anywhere from about uh, 35 to 40 percent all the way up to around 70 percent next week. And it looks like the best chances for rain will be on Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. Temperatures kind of falling into line with the rain and the cooler weather we'll see probably 
Uh, temps in the upper 50s, low to mid 60s, and really nothing too terribly bad as far as lows are concerned. Most of the uh, low temperatures for next week will be hovering around the low to mid to upper 40s. Uh, maybe a little concerned Saturday when that uh, overnight low is supposed to be around 34 degrees. So keep all of that in mind. 943. Many things to celebrate today. Today, for all of you folks that were happy with Amendment 3, is uh, 420 Day, by the way, the international celebration during which people come together to consume cannabis and advocate for its legalization. Well, we've taken care of that medically and recreationally here in the state of Missouri. Uh, what else do we have to celebrate today? Lima Bean Respect Day, National Auctioneers Day. And that's kind of interesting because, of course, tonight is another great Bryant auction. And uh, things start up over there at about 5 o'clock. Stop in and see Rick and the crew. They do an amazing job of uh, not only auctioning off items, and you can get great, great deals, steal of a deal, if you will, at Bryant Auction. And if you see something that's not necessarily on the block, ask them about it, and they'll put it on the block, and you might walk out the door with it. But uh, National Auctioneers Day at uh, Bryant Auction and uh, all across the country, all the auctioneers that uh, do their thing, as I said, it gets underway tonight at 5 o'clock, 346-4777, bryantauction.com. Check out the website to find out what is on the block tonight. National Cheddar Fries Day, National High Five Day, and it, uh, I don't have this problem anymore. And uh, it's a nice thing. This is National Stop Snoring Week. Starts today. <laughs> do what you need to do, folks. If you have a snorer in your family... You might take them over and uh, have a sleep study done at the hospital here locally. They do a fantastic job. You go in. They hook you up to a bunch of sensors. They uh, let you try and fall asleep a little bit there, and then you start snoring. And then they'll come in and hook you up to a CPAP machine. And you can only imagine what it is like to have a CPAP machine, which means a better night's sleep. Uh, sleep apnea uh, can actually kill you if it's uh, if it's uh, bad enough. But some things to keep in mind there. But this is National Stop Snoring Week. Nine forty-five is our time. Do you do you have a lot of these packages in your home that have those little plastic strips across the top of them, kind of like a Ziploc bag? It, it's that sort of a concept where uh, you know you want to put some food in the fridge and it doesn't need like a container. You just put it in like a Ziploc bag. Well, they've got these, obviously most of us probably have at least one or more in our home. These little plastic strips. Well, they're not all made the same. And I will tell you that I have uh, complained to a company recently about their little plastic strip across these treats that I give to the cat. And so they sent me a, a little letter and said, we are terribly sorry for the inconvenience this may have caused you and your pet. And uh, they want to they wanna do something nice. So they sent me a coupon. So the next time that I purchase these, uh, these treats, then I'll get like five bucks or two bucks or something knocked off of it, whatever. But these things are unbelievable because like everything else, the quality differentiates between products. Now, you get some really good ones that you never have any problems with, but then you get those little 
Ziploc strips across the top of, of, of the cat treats or dog treats or whatever it is you have there, cheese, what have you. And they're not all made with the same quality. They're really not. <laughs> and it is so frustrating that you have to waste five minutes sometime trying to get that thing to the point where you finally get out a Ziploc bag and put it in there or you put it in a container. <sighs> I feel better. 947. Let's uh, let's look at this article that was picked up by MSN.com. And so I looked at this thing and I thought, well, it's getting around. It was the uh, article that was uh, essentially penned by Katie Belovic. Uh, and it was picked up, uh, MSNBC, or MSN rather, dot com, uh, started uh, showing it. Uh, yesterday, around 11 o'clock, Missouri official called the ATF unconstitutional but says it's not because the agency raided his brother's gun shop. As you may remember, the uh, ATF contacted Camden County Planning and Zoning. And some people, you know, I'm just going to tell you, folks, if you're all worried about the Bud Light controversy that's going on that seems to be dominating the 24-hour news cycle still, even though the folks at Anheuser-Busch have, have come out with some alternative commercials. You know, again, we were talking about this yesterday with Beth Ann from CSC Talk Radio. There are things out there that, in my humble opinion, don't matter. And this whole controversy that they're trying to stir up around Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, to me... Uh, and maybe it's because, you know, I, I don't drink beer, and so I just don't care. But maybe there are other people out there. You know, they showed Kid Rock with his uh, his uh, firearm blowing away the uh, cases of Bud Light or whatever. I don't know how strongly you feel about it. Uh, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I really don't care. But when they do things like this, where they are targeting an individual in particular and uh, not doing a very good job of reporting the facts, well, I think that's probably a little bit more concerning because, to me, uh, the mainstream media, the liberal-based media, can drag you through whatever it is they're going to drag you through. And uh, going in, it might look good. Coming out on the other end, maybe not so much. They try to label you. If that doesn't work, then they do other things to apply pressure to you. But for those of you who know our presiding commissioner, and he'll be on the program tomorrow morning, as I mentioned earlier, Ike Skelton. Ike has always been an advocate for the Second Amendment, has always been an advocate for the Second Amendment. I've gone shooting with Ike. Uh, He is... He is huge on safety. He is huge on firearms. He is huge on people having uh, the ability to enjoy the Second Amendment no matter what. And, of course, we know, and interestingly enough, I saw this on, uh, I believe it was history.com, that uh, it was on this date, April 20th, 1999, that Columbine took place. So it is kind of interesting that we're talking about this this morning. Maybe not so much. I don't know. It, it, it depends on depends on how you feel about it. But we have seen the complete and total disarray of 
people that are desperate to do away with the Second Amendment for one reason or another. And there is so much more of this that is going on each and every day. And that I hope people realize and understand that this is something that a lot of people feel strongly about and that we should be supporting our presiding commissioner for what he is doing in this county to tell the federal government that if they plan to come into Camden County for any reason and uh, cause issues, well, we're just not going to support them. Of course, Second Amendment Preservation Act and so many other things. We've got a caller on the line. Caller, go right ahead. You are on The Daily Show. What's up? <clears throat> KB, I think we do need to support the presiding commissioner. I Absolutely, think he's sure. on the right track here. Uh, so, now let me ask you, what is the purpose of the ATF? Why do we even need them? We don't. Exactly. So, so our people who we send to Congress, why don't we start talking to them in this way and ask them why do they even fund this agency? I mean, we have local law enforcement. They can handle firearms crimes. We have liquor control in the state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure why we need the federal law enforcement agency to do what we can do locally. What is the purpose of that? I, I wish say- somebody could explain to me why we need them. Well, I, I, I will try to do my best. And I think, again... It is an arm of the government, the federal government, that essentially goes into areas and does exactly what the federal government wants them to do, and that's to try and disarm the citizenry. And you can say, okay, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, explosives, across the board, that's all good, that's all great, that's all fine. But if you listened last Friday when Dave Maupin was in here talking about the FBI, how they have all these young agents that really don't have a whole lot of experience What's to say the ATF isn't run the exact same way, where you bring in like-minded people and you get them when they're young and you train them and to some degree, I would imagine, even brainwash them and send them out to do the government's work. And they're thinking, well, you know, uh, look what happened at Waco. I mean, come on, in Texas with David Koresh and the Branch Divisions. Those people were just, uh, for lack of a better word, outgunned. And uh, the inexperience that they showed in that instance was unbelievable. And then Janet Reno had to step up and try to uh, explain what it is they were doing and how they did it. And and, and she just didn't have an answer. She, She had an answer, but it wasn't a suitable answer. It wasn't an answer that I think most people could live with. And and, and again, uh, to, to define who these people are, they are an armed arm of the government whose job it is to go in and disarm the citizenry. And we've seen that. I mean, we've seen it uh, back in, what, uh, 2021 when they came in and shut down uh, Jim Skelton's gun shop. And, and, and I understand, hey, listen, I understand if there's some serious violations, but he was set up. And in doing so, they not only got him, but they confiscated all of his inventory. That, I guess, for lack of uh, uh, lack of a better word, they stole from him. And uh, I don't see him getting any of that back. And certainly, he can no longer have a federal right. firearms license. So, uh, what do you think? I mean, what Would is you your say, definition? I mean, w- w- I mean, don't you think most of those violations were uh, paperwork? 
related violations. Absolutely. Could have walked in with a couple of agents. Yeah. Could have probably explained yeah. the situation so, to him. You didn't need to bring in 20 guys in military gear uh, for fear that, you know, he's going to open up on him. Because I, I know Jim, and I know Jim right. is smarter than that, much smarter than that. Yeah. Isn't it really, though, the problem, uh, the courts, uh, that keep giving these blank check warrants and these blank check go-aheads to go ahead and just take all of these things and, and execute all of these broad, sweeping uh, enforcement measures? Uh, isn't it really the courts that are giving them the authority to do all this? Isn't that really where the problem lies? Well, I mean, look at what happened to people uh, that participated uh, on January the 6th of 2021 when you're kicking down a 74-year-old woman's door because she just happened to be in Washington, D.C. when this all went down and you're bringing in military vehicles and people in military-style <clears throat> uh, equipment and, 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 and garb. What is the need? I mean, again... Uh, I think if you yeah. did any now, if you did any serious legwork and and before you arrested them, you did some surveillance to kind of see you know when they when they're home, when they're working, or when they're out and about, who they're with. Uh, but no, you just send in the FBI or in this case here locally the ATF. They just kick down the door, go in and uh, and, and kind of do whatever they want. And 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 I would think. You know, a, a more subtle approach would would probably, uh, but 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 the whole point is 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 making examples of people, and that's exactly what they're doing. See, if you challenge us, we'll show up at two in the morning, kick down your door, regardless of who you are and and what you may really be all about, because we didn't bother to do the research, we didn't bother to do the legwork. We were told by somebody who was told by a judge that this is what needed to happen, and this is how we're going to do it, and so. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if, if that's how you're going to approach things, then don't be surprised if every once in a while you run into somebody who's ready to barricade themselves in their house and fight it out. And then then we, oh, my gosh, we have all of these domestic terrorists. And, and that will just essentially ramp up the uh, the government's case to disarm the citizenry and, uh, and, and try to do away with the Second Amendment. All right. It's a bad deal. So good program, man. Thank you, sir. It's good to hear from you this morning. And uh, that is Matt Burns, by the way, with the Burned Report that you can hear right here on Key Radio. Thank you so much, Matt. Good to hear from you this morning. But, I mean, I think this is uh, this is pretty self-explanatory, and this is something that we've talked about uh, countless times, that, you know, you, you, you make examples of people so that uh, there might be some people out there that uh, you thwart their efforts or you scare them or you convince them that, you know, I'm not oh, I'm not going to any more of these rallies. I'm not going to let my voice be heard. I've got a First Amendment right, but I'm not going to exercise that right because somebody might show up at my house and kick down my door and, uh, you know, scare the living crap out of my family. I've got kids. Uh, and who knows? I mean, who knows what could potentially happen based on what it is that these folks do? Uh, the whole situation surrounding Roger Stone, was that necessary, you think? Was that necessary? When we're dealing with other things like uh, this whole situation surrounding Hunter Biden and uh, the now whistleblower that wants to come out and tell the story that knows exactly what's been going on and has asked for protection uh, as far as, uh, you know, they don't want to end up dead. And that's a shame. It really is. I mean, wouldn't you agree that 
something like that. Uh, it's a shame when someone feels as though they can't speak openly about something that they know, good or bad, depending on, you know, <laughs> what it is that's going on. They know that there's an issue. They know that there's a problem. And they want to step up and they want to do something right. They want to do what they feel is right. And they're scared not only for, you know, the, the retribution that will come in, uh, in, in maybe losing their job, but they're scared for their lives and the lives of their family members. That's what we uh, we deal with here in this uh, great uh, great country, land of the free, home of the brave. And the brave, well, you know, what do they say? Um, and I hope I remember this correctly. Nobody likes a patriot until it's time for the patriot to... Uh, get involved in the fight. Then everybody's like, yeah, you go, you go. Got a great program lined up for you tomorrow. Don't miss it. It all starts at 8 a.m. And I will talk to you then, folks. Have a wonderful day. 89.3 KEY.